And this morning we say, great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name, for thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments have been made manifest. When the heaven rolls back like a scroll, and you return on the white horse using the morning star, once all of the tares have been burned, once we've got all of our mantles, our crowns, our rewards, and a glorified body, stepping out of eternity, looking back on time, once we can see everything that you have done, we will cast our crowns at your feet, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they, we are created. And Lord, we know that there is a great deception coming, a great test, and we ask that we would all pass it, that we would all be prepared, that we would not bend the knee to another God, we would not fall, we would not fail, but we would all hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, in Jesus' name, amen. So that's what I'm going to talk to you about today is the great deception. The great deception. This last generation is about to be hit with the greatest test. And once we pass that great test, and we will, we're also going to get the greatest blessings. So the greatest test is the great deception. And the great blessing is to be an overcomer. What are these arrays and white robes? Whence came they? I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. These are they which came out of great tribulation, washed their robes, made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat, for the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and lead them in living fountains of water. God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. That's us. That's us when we pass that test. But today I'm going to talk to you about that test because that test is going to be greater than any human since Adam and Eve. A test like if we are not prepared, I'm going to say most people will fail. I'm saying most Christians alive today will not pass that test. And I'm going to tell you about some of that test today. First of all, the beast is going to be given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And power is given him to continue 42 months. And he may open his mouth and blaspheme against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. And was given him to make war against the saints. That's us. War against the saints, and he shall overcome them. He shall overcome them. He will overcome the saints. Overcome the saints. All those people whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life slain from the foundation of the world. I'm going to be one of them, and if you're going to listen to me, I'm going to do my best this morning to try to get you prepared to overcome the greatest test any human on the planet, save Jesus, has experienced. Our God tests us, and he's about to let the devil test us in a very powerful way. And he has got a plan. He's been getting prepared for his three and a half years where he will rule, his seven years where he'll be on the earth, he's been preparing for some 6,000 years to trick you, to test you, and to cause you to slip and to fail and to fall. 
and he has tricked and, and caused some of the best to fall. We got to be prepared, my brothers and sisters. So what are we talking about at the test? The Bible says that if it were possible, come on, he would deceive the very elect. Who's that? That's the people whose names are written in that book. He's after us. He's not after the Buddhists. He's got them. He's not after the Muslims. He's not after only the ones whose names are written in the book of life. That's who he's after. So I'm going to do my best this morning to prepare you not to fail, not to fall. Oh, Stan, don't worry. I mean, I'm a Christian. I mean, I've read my Bible. I've been going to church all my life. I'm not going to fail. That's who he's after. He's after you. And he's got a plan, sad to say, will cause a lot of people to fall. Now, let me ask you. So what would you do if they came out with a car and it had a kill switch on it? And if you didn't take the mark of the beast, your car was turned off. My, my TV absolutely would not give me any sound yesterday. Leslie and I have been fighting our TV for the last month or six weeks. Every time we turn it on, this little thing comes up and says, you need to update your TV. I don't care. I don't want your update. I just want to watch the TV. Keep your update. Finally, it absolutely would not work. So I thought, ah, I know what it is. Why do they want to keep us updated? See, you have to understand, since 1985, every TV they have made, just as we're watching it, guess what? It's watching back. So be careful where you dress. And be careful what you say around your TV. Oh, no, no, yep, it's true. So I updated it. Guess what happened? Not a problem. All of my problems went away. It's true. Biden is trying to get a law passed. All cars and since 2026 and after will have a kill switch. And guess who can kill it? They're coming up with a financial system. It's called the quantum financial system. They're doing away with all coins, with all paper. Surely you know this. And it's going to a new quantum system. Now, how do you access the quantum system? By your best friend, your cell phone. Your cell phone links into, right now, the plan is to get 42,000 low-Earth orbiting satellites up there. And it's, it's, it's a marvelous thing. So your satellite or your cell phone connects to the satellite. Satellite uses lasers, because they're faster, to connect over to the other satellite. So it's this whole grid. Yeah, that's the right word grid around the earth so all of the satellites all connect to each other and guess what they also connect to a quantum computer well what's a what quantum computer compare the fastest computer humans has ever made to your water hose turn it on full blast that water coming out that is your your fastest computer human has ever made now compare that to how much water is coming over the niagara falls that's how much faster the the quantum computer is well, how'd they get a computer so fast? Well, the benevolent extraterrestrial galactics gave it to them. You know, and we think, oh, that's just wonderful. We'd love to have the aliens help us. Okay, 
Are there aliens? No. There are demons. Okay, so let's back up. Let's talk about that a minute. What was it that talked to Eve in the garden? Was it a horse? Was it a bird? What was it? It was a serpent. You can also call it a, a dragon. You can also call it a snake. You can also call it, but it was reptilian, correct? All right, now, later on, Genesis 6 says that the sons of God came down and mated with the daughters of men, and they took wives, all whom they chose. And their offsprings were, come on, fill it in. Yeah, their offsprings were what? Giants. Said so they were mighty men of old, men of renown. Well, that word in the Hebrew for old, eternal. They weren't dying. And the difference between the reptilians, which are the devil ones, remember his tail drew a third part of the stars and cast them to the earth? So a third part of the angelic host decided they were going to follow Lucifer. Now, I know a lot of people are confused. They think, oh, well, the war in heaven's already taken place. No, it hasn't. War in heaven doesn't take place until the middle of the tribulation. That's when the devil is cast down. So back to the story. Sons of God came down and took all whom they chose. Their offspring were giants, the Bible says. Now, what's the difference? So we have the reptilians or the devils. Or those people, yes, I know. <laughs> Lord's touching me up here confirming, okay, I don't want to have to say this, but I'm having to say it, so I'm telling you, getting the truth here. So we have the reptilians, we have those people up there like the snake that talked to, uh, to Adam. But then we have the people that came down, made over the daughters of men, those half-breeds, those giants, the name for them is what? Come on. Nephilim. Nephilim, Okay. The fallen ones are those people like the reptilians, the snakes. Got it? And then the half-breeds are the giants. Now, what happened? Well, in the days of... After... after how do I say this? So the, the, the Tower of Babel. They started making Tower of Babel. It says that they took bricks and burned them thoroughly. Well, what happens when you take sand and burn it thoroughly? It turns to a crystal. So what they were making is a giant crystal. The Bible says that they were building a, a, a building trying to reach the heavens. Now, that's not trying to build a skyscraper. They were trying to build probably in the shape of a pyramid, just my guess. But it was a giant crystal. That crystal was to reach the heavens, not trying to build a really tall building, because, like my mom said, and I've talked about this a little bit before, when she was a child, they had a crystal radio. And the way you changed stations was there was a little stylus, a little needle on the little rock in there. And you moved that stylus or that needle around on the rock, and that changed the stations on the radio station. They actually had crystal radios. That's what they called them, crystal radios. Okay? I know it's before our time. And so what is a crystal? There's a higher vibration... And that higher vibration is changed through going through a quartz crystal so that people down on our level, in other words, a different dimension, can hear a higher dimension. Does that make sense? So when David, they came in and they took his wives and all of his belongings and everything, 
So they said, bring me the ephah, which was the breastplate, golden breastplate, with 12 stones on it. And apparently it was like a, a transistor radio to hear God. So he asked God, should I go after him? And God spoke to him through the breastplate, big golden breastplate he put on, and told him, yes, go after him, you'll recover all. And sure enough, he went after him and recovered all. Now, I know that... <laughs> You don't hear this, and we've got some guests in here. They'll probably never come back again. <laughs> you, know, you don't hear this in your average church. But your average church doesn't understand what's going on out there, and I'm trying to prepare you for that. So the reptilians at this level created the Nephilim at this level. Now, what are the Nephilim? The Nephilim and the reptilians have superior knowledge. They have knowledge. We don't know before Adam and Eve how much knowledge they had, but apparently it was a lot. But then they have some 6,000 years of knowledge on top of that. Things like a quantum computer. It actually uses less electricity than our computer, but one quantum computer can track everything on Earth. Now, What, the plan, what part of the plan is, this big deception? This is what we've got to look for. And I'm about to say something that your average Christian will say, oh, bunch of rubbish. You better listen. You better listen to what I'm about to say. Because it's, it's coming. It's coming soon. So the plan is that one day there will be a great revealing. These alien spaceships will come down and basically expose the fact that, yes, there are aliens. Now, understand, they are going to be bringing a lie, a lie such as would, if it were possible, would deceive even the very elect. They're going to pop the hatch open, and they're going to say, we are here to, come on, help you. We are your friend. We are from another planet. No, they... They might be from another planet, but they're probably from another dimension. And they're not going to be here to help us. They're going to be here to deceive us. So what if they were to say, tell you what, to just prove to you that we are for you, we're going to start giving you advanced technology. We're going to start giving you, like, for example, hoverboards that really hover. We're going to give you free energy. We're going to give you... And how gravity? Oh, Stan, that would never happen. Well, Neville, uh, you may be saying, well, Stan, do you, do you have, uh, have, have prophecy for that? Do you have scripture for that? Neville Johnson, back about five years ago, had an angel visit him and showed him. He said, I saw a man being taken by the leg and shaken upside down, and things began falling out of his pockets. And the angel showed him that there would be great cures that would come forth. Cures like Alzheimer's and cancer and things like These cancers, these cures, they have had for many generations. But the pharmaceutical companies have actually been hiding them. Oh, surely not. You know, pharmaceutical companies do nothing but help us. Talk to my younger brother. His, his child was fine until he went and got a vaccine shot. And then he was autistic. Would you believe there's a lot of those stories out there? So they come out with all kinds of high technology. We're your friends. And here we are Christians 
saying, no, 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 don't believe them. They're demons. Those are not aliens. Those are demons. Don't believe their technology. Yes, they've got med beds. Yes, you can lay in it in three minutes. And uh, three minutes, it'll cure anything. You need a new heart, it'll give you a new heart. You want to have your hair come back to a natural color? You want to fix teeth? You want to remove all of your, your, uh, your, 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 yeah, the dental work? You want to have new teeth? You want to fix everything? Matter of fact, you even want eternal life? Oh, stand that. You don't have any scripture for that. And in those days, shall men seek death and shall not find it. And shall desire to die and death shall flee from me. Yes, I do have a verse for that. There's a time coming when they're going to have a deception so good. God gave him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given to him to continue 42 months. And he opened his mouth and blasphemed against God. Blaspheme his name is tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life, slain from the foundation of the world. When they behold the beast that was and is not, and yet is, there's going to be a deception coming we cannot possibly imagine, even though we prepare for it. It's going to be so good. These aliens, demons, reptiles, Nephilim, you remember uh, in chapter 11, and it says, I heard a voice of thunder. And I was about to write, when I heard the voice of thunder, I heard a voice from heaven say, seal up those things with the seven thunders uttered and write them not. Well, about two months ago, Vicki Goforth Parnell had an angel visit her, and part of what she was told was what the seven thunders said. And they said, release the giants. Hang on. So I put that on the program. The next day I get an email from this lady. She says, a year ago, God told me that the seven thunders say release the giants. So I thought, i got to check this out. So sure enough, I clicked on a link and went over to a blog. And sure enough, like a year before, God had already told her release the giants. The Bible says in the mouth to two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So what are we talking about the giants? Jesus himself said that in the days of Noah... Come on. So also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. What were they doing in the days of Noah? The sons of God came down and made with the daughters of men. The offspring were giants, mighty men of old, men of renown. They were not dying, which is why God had to bring the great flood. So what it's saying, in these last days, we're about to see... The sons of God come down and mate with the daughters of men. Nephilim, giants, and then they're going to try to build a Tower of Babel. Why do they want to build a Tower of Babel? So that they can have a crystal radio to hear from the demons on how to make high technology. It was rumored that back like in 1950-something that there was a UFO that landed and actually met with, I believe it was President Harry Truman. Yeah, I was going to say, it could have been Eisenhower. I keep getting those two people mixed up. Eisenhower, okay, somebody corrected me, so it's Eisenhower. And they said, okay, we're here to help you. They even offered to take him onto their ship. And they said, no, 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 security risk too big, can't do that. So apparently the deal was, they said, look, we will give you all kinds of high technology if you'll be willing to give us, allow us to do experiments on your people. Allow us to bring them on our ships. We promise not to hurt them. They lied. 
one of many lies, and led us to do experiments on them, and we will give you high technology. But they didn't tell all of the secret. They didn't say the whole sentence there. What the rest of the sentence was, not just we'll give you high technology, but also you have to give us people to experiment on, and guess what their favorite food is? And I can't go too far down that rabbit hole because it's, people keep saying, every, every president, like, like when, when Trump was running, if you get in the office, you're going to really tell us everything that's going on with UFOs. Yes, I'm going to tell you. Guess what? There's not been a president that's come forth with the truth. You know why? Because it is so bad that they know if they tell people the truth, first of all, they won't believe them. And I know things right now, if I started telling you, you wouldn't believe me. Probably half those people start walking out. It is so bad. They are so much entrenched and so much in control of this world. That's the reason when Jesus returns with that morning star. It goes all the way to the center of the earth. It sets the foundations of the mountains on fire. The Bible says they run into holes and rocks and say to the mountains and rocks and say, Fall in us and hide us from the face of him that sat upon the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb for the great day of his wrath has come and who shall be able to stand? Because he burns up everything that is not in him. Everything. Past, present, future. The only, there's only four groups. I should say there's only three people how do I say this? I'll just say it this way. The beast, the false prophet, and then a thousand years later, tossed into the lakes of birds of fire and brimstone, and those people that take the mark of the beast. The rest of them, all burned up, body and soul, destroyed. He did it once in the days of Noah with the flood. He cleaned out all of the Nephilim. He cleaned out all of this, infiltrated this hybrid race that had basically taken over. Well, what Jesus say? So in the days of Noah, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Meaning, they have already infiltrated things that I can't even begin to tell you. You, you aren't even ready to hear it. Frankly, I wasn't even ready to hear it. It bothered me for several nights reading and getting some of the information I know about. What I am trying to say is, if the UFOs come down and our space brothers tell us they're going to help us, we're not going to believe it. If they start using high technology, see, the Bible kind of tells us, but we, we let it go in one ear and out the other. We don't really believe it. All right, now what does the false prophet do? The Bible says he's able to call fire in the, from the sky in the face of men so that all men are deceived. By him, all people are deceived. What he's telling us, that there's a great deception, able to make fire come down to the sky at will. To prove I'm God, boom. To prove I'm God, boom, and fire comes down. Would we believe? Not us, because we know what to watch for. But would the average Christian believe? Oh, man. See, this medbed thing. Okay, so I first ran across this. Somebody sent me a link. You've got to check out this medbed thing. I thought, what? You mean you can lay in this bed? And by the way, they've had it for 80 years. You wonder why people like George Soros and some of these other evil people seem to never die. You ever wonder that? I did. Because they got high technology. So you lay in the bed. Three minutes later, they fixed anything and everything in your body. Even to the point of giving you eternal life. And I thought, 
man, I've had some teeth. I'd like to have my teeth fixed. I've got a few things I'd like to have fixed. And man, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, no, absolutely not. If you get in that med bed, it will change your DNA and you will lose your salvation. So there's your warning. I'm saying that here in this church, we're not playing church. Here in this church, we obviously understand Bible's serious. Bible's true. What's written in it is true. And we are in the last days. I do not know when the tribulation starts, but it certainly appears like it's right around the corner. And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals and heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. And I heard what the first beast said, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a white horse, and he that sat upon it had a crown. And a bow was <laughs> had a crown, a bow was given him, we went forth conquering to conquer. So one of the first things we see when the tribulation starts, we see war. Boy, I'm glad there's not any wars going on now. I saw when the Lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, and it went out another horse that was red. Powers given him sat thereon to take peace from the earth that they should kill one another. To him was given a great sword. Does that sound like war? Not too far away. What I'm trying to say is it's the time for us to read our Bible. Time for us to study our Bible. Come out of the world and the things of the world and the do, things that do so easily beset. It's time for us to build that prayer closet. It's time for us to get alone Every day with the Lord, spend some time worshiping Him. I didn't say praying. I didn't say asking. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I said worshiping the Lord, telling God who He is and that you love Him for it. It's time to build that prayer closet relationship. It's time to get so close that when that devil comes out with that deception, we can spot it. We will see we will see the deception and say, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. We're not going to fall. We're not going to be tricked. We can spot the lies of the devil. So they have these, 40, their goal is 42,000 of these satellites, all connecting each other with lasers, one of their other plans is to cause the, the face of God to appear in the skies and to actually hear the voice of God speak to him say, This is my son. Hear him. Now, never mind that's actually a laser face up there. Never mind that it's actually high technology from the satellites coupled with some people that got these that we don't know what was in the see I can't even say the words you know what I'm saying right some of you some of you are connecting some of you whew, I didn't get it what was in that you don't suppose what was in that is going to help me hear I don't know I, I, I don't have it though and I ain't going to get it He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, 
nor for the arrow by the flies by day, nor for the pestilence. The pestilence? We're not supposed to be afraid of a pestilence? Pestilence is walk in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at the noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at the right hand, but you better get that vaccine. <laughs> Guests are probably saying, I ain't heard this kind of preaching, boy. Well, I ain't done this kind of preaching before. <laughs> this is what God keeps laying in my heart. It's time to take it up a notch. Frankly, the PowerPoints are easier. I am not going to fall. I look at it like this. I was out in the world sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within sinking to rise no more, but the master of the sea reached down and hogtied me, tackled me, hogtied me, and drug me into the kingdom. Not once, but several times, he paid a very high price for me. I think he overpaid. I think he overbought. He, so I look at it like this. He gave his life for me. I'm happy to give my life for him. You can't threaten me with eternity. I'm comfortable to know that if I, my heart stops beating today, I know where I'm going. I want to be an overcomer. I want that morning star. Daniel 12, 4 says, Those that turn many to righteousness shall shine as the stars forever. So apparently, the more souls we win, the brighter glow our body is. I just want to win as many souls as I can. I want to build that kingdom of God as much as I can. And right now, so many people don't want to hear. They're off in the world and the things of the world. But just like he told me August 8, 2015, I've said it many times, I heard an audible voice said, These, this is the time of miracles. As the judgment hits, so are my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. I'm going to meet the devil, inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound, everything he does, I'm going to meet him. I'm looking forward to seeing the beast pointing and saying, that's the beast. I think I'm going to spot him earlier. I'm looking forward to saying, that is a lie, that is a deception, that is not an alien, they are not here to help us. That is what you call a reptilian, or in some cases, that is a giant, or that is a Nephilim. Do not believe them, they are a lie. I'm looking forward to being able to tell people the truth. And when some of the things that Leslie and I have been told by God start coming to pass and people start finding out, you know what? Should have been listening to that guy. Should have been listening to him a long time ago. Should have been listening to that girl a long time ago. That's when the sports stadiums are going to fill up. I look forward to the time when I can stand in that sports stadium preaching that word of God, people coming out of those stands, falling down on the gridiron where they used to play Dallas Cowboy football, Tears in their eyes, not footballs in their hand, not beers in their hand. Tears in their eyes, and they're falling on their face, giving their heart to Jesus in mass. He's shown me. That's where we're going. I look forward to those days. I'm not willing to fall. I'm willing to die for my Lord, but I'm not going to take the mark. Amen? 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 Amen. Is this good kind of preaching?
had some guests in here. I'm never going back to that church again. Yeah, but one of these days, this is the kind of sermon to come back to you. See, you, you remember, remember that guy? He, he told us that. He, he told us this stuff is coming. Sons of God, the reptilians, I behold a great wonder, a great red dragon, having a seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads. His tail drew a third part of the stars and did cast them to the earth. So we have our reptilians, we have our neptil- nephilim, and then we have our democrats and our republicans. We have our liars, you know. But God is going to see us through. It's not going to be a pre-trib rapture, but God is going to see us through. He is going to protect us. I look forward to the time. See, because as the evil abounds, so much more does grace abound. I would say it this way. As the evil abounds, so much more do the miracles show up. As the judgment hits, so are my miracles. So as this trouble starts hitting, I believe we're going to start having angel visits. We're going to have dreams and visions in this congregation. The congregation, the congregation in the world. We're going to see things that the prophets of old have desired to see and didn't see. We get to see them. Now, if you're in the world and the things of this world and you love the world, the Bible says the love of the Father is not in you. If you love the world, then you don't like what I'm saying. But if you love the cross, then this is music to your ears. Telling you the truth. So what do we do? Do we get scared about this? No. Instead, <laughs> we gird up our Lawrence. We put on a full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, the loins of truth, and feet of the gospel. We pick up the shield of faith, sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Every day. We're reading our Bible every day. We understand that we have the authority over the ministering, protecting, guardian, warrior angels to send them out to destroy the evil principalities and powers and rulers of darkness of this world and evil in high places. We understand that we are soldiers of the cross. We understand that this is not our home. We're passing through. We look forward to the time in that glorified body we cast our crowns at his feet saying thou art worthy O Lord to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things. So this morning we say worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb to take the book and to open the seals thereof because you were slain as redeemed us to God by your blood out of every kindred tongue people and nations made us unto our God kings and priests and will reign on the earth. We say worthy is the lamb to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Lord, I ask a blessing upon the people in the room, the people that watch this online. I ask a blessing. And that blessing would be that you would open their eyes, that they would see the beast and know the beast and understand the beast, that they would not take that mark, that they would not be deceived in that time of trouble. Instead, you would give them souls. You would give them answers. You would put their nose into that Bible and put your spirit in their heart so that they too would hear, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you're watching online, if you just scroll down, there's a little blue line. You click that blue line and you say, Here's, I'm going to click this blue line because I want to be blessed. Oh, 
If I click the blue line, then it takes me to where's the place where I can give. Yes, it does. See, the devil seems to have plenty of money. He makes money by corrupting people. But the kingdom of God seems like the kingdom of God is always starving to death. I remember Michael Boldea said, he said, every ministry that's preaching the true gospel out there is starving to death. I agree with that one. Next thing is click subscribe and like and share. Yeah, share. And then final and most important thing, pray this prayer with me. Let's all say it. Dear Heavenly Father, I admit I'm a sinner. I've messed up. I've made mistakes. Forgive me. Write my name in the book of life. Keep me holy. Save me in the day of trouble. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer, send me an email to contact at prophecyclub.com.